Hello, my dear friends. Welcome to day 10 of the fast. Um, today's topic <laughs> is going to be one on unpardonable sins. Like, that's <laughs> welcome. Welcome to day 10. <laughs> um, as you know, our beautiful, bountiful, blessed faith is not commonly used languages as such, right? Like, I mean, it's all about love, all about floweriness, all about beauty and just upliftment. And even the languages are always in the positive form. They're never, like, very rarely are they in the negative or, like, not something or things like that. Vast majority, all just love, 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 love. And then when you hear something like unpardonable sin, you're like, what? I'm sorry, what? <laughs> I didn't know we had sins in the Baha'i faith, first of all. And then on an, an unpardonable one? How could this be? So um, <laughs> what I wanted to share is that we have two that I know of in the... Um, Baha'i faith. The first is that an unpardonable sin is the failure of um, educating a child. That is very, I mean, that to me makes a lot of sense. And of course, that is unacceptable for the child is never, will never be able to fulfill their potential. And then, and I mean, the greatest form of oppression is one who a soul who wants to seek something, seek the truth and doesn't know where to go or whom to find it from. So that makes sense. The greatest oppression, an unpardonable sin. Then the second one that I've read is prodigality. Now, I didn't really understand this word. In fact, I actually didn't know what it means. Like I had to look up, up the dictionary. I'm like, what is this thing that I don't know what it is? And it's unpardonable. And from what I understood in the definition, it's talking about um, how you should, it's basically like almost described mostly for monarchs or like excessive extravagance, like waste, like ex excessiveness in a sense. That's at least how I understood it. Because I didn't know the word, I perhaps like took the actions related to that a bit more extreme into thinking a lot more about like, oh, wow, like the amount of waste that we do with um, our garbage or like our recyclables uh, and just things like that. Just in general, the concept of waste just really stood in my mind. And what I wanted to share is that in the during the fast, in fact, the tendency or the oh my god, the if one is not vigilant can easily transgress because you're like preparing food, um, you're making sure you have enough food before the next day, and you're fasting, so you want to make sure you eat well. And in fact, you're totally fine with having excess of anything. But then sometimes that are cravings are so they go so crazy that we stock up our fridges and then things go bad before we can even get to them 
And like, because of lack of energy, like we buy so much and then maybe like it'll go to waste. Um, so yeah, that was something that I, I've been thinking a lot about during the fast, like the concept of waste and like how that relates on a spiritual quality and imagine an unpardonable sin. Isn't that crazy? (laughs) Isn't that just like a bit intense? Now, when I first learned about it, the first thing I went into memory lane is to try to remember how much I've wasted and like the guilt and the shame and things like that came up for me. So if it does for you, thankfully, I want you to first like let it go because most probably I've never heard another human being in the Baha'i community speak of this. So I feel like it's, un- it's <laughs> even though it's like, it's a writing that's free for anyone to be able to see, but because it's so not in our habit to center our dialogue around sin, we don't do it. We don't have this kind of topics about um, sin. It's not in our language. It's more like uh, closer to Christians. Christians talk about sin all the time, the origin of sin. And um, yeah, I think I think it's it's important to reflect in in light of the fast, especially like issues that would come up for us that could potentially hinder our growth. One being that of an unpardonable sin. Given that there aren't many in the Baha'i writings, I feel like those are ones that people would want to know to like stop themselves from doing. So yeah, that was something I wanted to share. And to yeah, definitely let it go. It's not a big deal if you didn't know about it. Forgive yourself immediately as instantaneously. You couldn't have done better if um if you I mean most people just don't know really so if any emotions arise with you with this to you could reflect do the emotional cleansing exercise and just be like you know what it's not a big deal from now on I can do better or from now on I can just I can try to remind myself like in which aspects of my life do I consider that I'm being wasteful I felt like that was a really helpful exercise for myself. It's just to see, oh, okay, wow, when I'm washing my hands, how much water am I using? It was just, it was more like an accountability to be more accountable for the things that I, so it was just really, it brought more awareness. And rather than it whipping up shame and guilt and anger and all these other not so pleasant emotions is to just go into awareness mode, observing mode, like, oh, wow, why is this such a, um, like an important subject matter in which people really need to pay attention to? And in fact, in my work in public health, like one of the things that I talk a lot about is, is actually, I feel like being wasteful is like the low-hanging fruit in which we could all start from, especially given that it has a spiritual aspect of it being an unpardonable sin. That kind of 
it's like ample ground for you to think more about it. Um, it drives me crazy of like how all everything that is brought into creation should really have an exit mode. Anything that's brought into creation from human beings. So to just think about like in this fast where our spiritual faculties are becoming more acute and we get to hear more um more of the our awareness about the earth and what is around us and people all these issues kind of come up and yeah um what I wanted to do for today's exercise, meditation exercise, is to basically surrender ourselves to Baha'u'llah <laughs> uh, at his threshold. So the meditation image is going to be of the shrine. So even if you haven't been there, that's okay. Um, I'm going to describe the entrance and how to go in and all these things. And so you can... Imagine it in your mind's eye, even if you haven't been there. Um, and just imagine having like a mind space where you can ground yourself in connecting with Baha'u'llah. It helps for me to think of a physical place so that you can be free to ask questions or do whatever. But this space doesn't need to be um the shrine, of course, it could be in nature, it could be in water, it could be in the sky, in the clouds, any happy place that you have. But the next meditation that I'm going to provide is it's going to be within the shrine. But when you do your own meditation exercises after this, you're most welcome to um, bring to mind like the shrine. Or sorry, your own images. So I will leave you here for today and I'll see you in the next audio.